listeners and loved ones. Um, I don't really have a specific topic. I'm also recording this on the day that I'm going to post it to the interwebs. Um, There's just been a lot going on. Um, I guess in personal updates, um, I'm getting integrated into this writing program that I spoke about last week and it's feeling really good and really exciting and I'm ready for it to be just like a fully um fully integrated part of my daily life for the next year um so that's really awesome um in roots news and ancestry news i um have been doing a lot of research and went down a an hours long rabbit hole yesterday where i was able to uh see a copy of or a photograph of um the last will and testament of my three times great grandfather confirming that he is he and um kind of you know confirming his children including my two times great grandfather um my three times great grandfather's siblings the name of his siblings and the name of his second wife um so just confirming all of those connections which feels really awesome um and through that i then started honing in on his siblings um and there's been less information about all of them i think partially because most of them maybe i think stayed in oran algeria um where they they were all born um but one of them um his brother isaac so my three times great grand uncle um had moved to london at some point and he's actually buried here in in central um so i this week i'm going to go see if i can find his gravestone and just pay some respect and say hey or whatever um yeah so that'll be that'll be interesting and i wonder um yeah i wonder if it's just a cemetery or if there's someone over there that i can speak to that would know if there are any more documents on you know who's in the cemetery and um or where to get more information on people so yeah so that was really exciting um i feel like this whole ancestry thing has been um i don't know it's like it's almost like a trip to the underworld um where i'm just 
communing with the dead and trying to make sense of their lives and my relationship to them and um, to the the geographical places they're from and the historical moments they were, you know, living within. And um, yeah, it's been really interesting and I, I think it will continue to be, um, especially since in a month and a half I will be in one of the places where presumably there's been more family that I descended from um, in Gibraltar. Um, I haven't quite made any Gibraltar connections yet, um, but I think I'll I'll reach out to, I don't know, if there's a synagogue there or some kind of Jewish organization um, and just let them know what I'm doing and seeing what kind of resources and help they've got. Um, I'll go ahead and do that. But right now, um, the path is is leading me um, specifically to Oran, Algeria. And, and I think, I think Tetuan, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but Tetuan, Morocco, where I believe my four times great grandfather may have been born. So um, I was thinking of moving on from the siblings for a little bit and seeing what I could find um, on my, on the, the four times great grandparents. So, so that's been endlessly fascinating and exciting. Um, and something that's kind of been on my mind with that is just thinking about the path that that this family line took that then my three times great grandfather took to America um, a place where we've been able to live for many generations which doing this research seems like was not a reality for my family beforehand it seems like every generation or so there was movement or migration of some kind um uh, a lot to do with uh anti-semitic sentiments among the ruling parties of wherever they were from so um you know that's not shocking in in any way um but yeah, it's it's interesting to see that movement forward while I'm kind of retracing those steps. Um, I don't want to say moving backward because I don't I don't think it is a moving backward or a regression. It's you know sometimes you just have to like back up a little before you can move forward in a 
in the direction you're aiming for. So I feel like that's kind of what's where I'm at right now. Um, and especially considering what's continued uh, in the United States, just rights being taken away at such a rapid velocity, um, you know, Tucson's been on my mind a lot recently, and I think at one point I would have interpreted that as, you know, some kind of intuitive hit of maybe I need to go back, and now I... I kind of see that a bit differently. It feels more like um it feels more like nostalgia and it also feels like a yearning for something more familiar and maybe more predictable even though when I take those feelings and compassionately, you know, present the reality of what that would look like and entail in terms of planning and logistics and the reality of the country. Um, One of the whole reasons I'm even on this journey is because it, of the situations, systemic situations in the country making it so I I had to to leave my home and um you know finding a job was virtually impossible has been still very difficult um you know so what kind of like present and future would I really be looking at there as a as a queer person with a uterus uh, who's also Jewish and <laughs> like it just I I don't and there's guns everywhere like I just like it's not the time it's not the time I I still don't know how to be an American right now and how to help or be a part of any solution for my fellow citizens. Um, But I know that physically being there is not going to be the way because I can't function. I can't function when I'm in the United States. I have a better chance outside of, I don't even know what yet. Um, You know, I feel like all I can really do is talk about things here or, you know, maybe through my writing. 
but it's really confusing. It's really confusing. Um, I wish I knew what to do when, I mean, it's interesting being, well, I don't even know if it's that interesting. It's kind of predictable, you know, being out here um, in England at least, and just, and just seeing how much is taken for granted. The, <laughs> the healthcare is taken for granted, how convenient things are is taken for granted. The public transit and how good it is, is taken for granted. I think even the fact that there are regular rail and tube strikes, but you know, public transit still runs, um, is taken for granted. And, and there's a lot of talk about kind of judging America and judging Americans. And there certainly are certain individuals and organizations who, who deserve that kind of, um, disdain. Um, but I think for a large majority of the country, like people are trapped in a deeply abusive situation. Um, and when you're in the thick of it, it's really hard to know how to proceed. Because there's really, when you're hypervigilant, all the time and you're in survival mode all the time, even if you don't think you're feeling it because it's so normal, there really are limited options as to what you can do. And so, and I hope that this doesn't end up being the case, but based on interpersonal experience and also considering historical moments, just to put it in context for my own brain um, and how similar events to this were able to come about. Um, you know, they're really, the options have been either full out violent bloody revolt or a passivity or even shutdown where everyone just succumbs to fascist rule. Um... And so it would be nice if there were another option or two as to how to go about fixing this situation. And I'm, I'm worried that there isn't, and I'm worried for all of you who are there and who I love so deeply 
even if we haven't spoken in a while, I'm, I'm thinking about you all the time. And I'm really scared. And I, I wish I could, I don't know, I wish I had this part of me that was like, we got to go back and fight and just like jump in. But I know that's not, that's not my strength. That's not where I'm going to be more most useful in some kind of course correct. Um, and um, I wish... <laughs> The what's next that is most probable was not going to happen, is not going to happen, but, and that's more, more communing with the dead, right? You know, we learn about World War Two and World War One and the Hundred Years' War, and just so many, like, over and over again, (laughs) and, like, how certain people came to power, and I don't want to blame all the people, because it really is just a few but it's a few who are very active and they are getting shit done. And I wish it were just as simple as do your civic duty and just go vote because we just had six out of nine unelected people make Decisions for millions and millions of humans once again. And the ramifications are, of course, being felt immediately. So even if I wanted to come back, even if it felt on some deep level like the right thing to do, I don't think my pragmatic mind would allow me to do that. Not right now. Not that that was the plan, but the fact that that Tucson has been coming up in my mind. It's just a a reminder that even the most familiar of places doesn't make them the safest of places. So... I'm going to keep doing my research. I'm going to keep doing my writing. I'm going to keep thinking about what is possible 
for me to do other than that in terms of being a solution-oriented citizen of the U.S. while I'm, you know, still finding some footing and stability of my own um, and just let let the questions be the questions, I guess. So this got dark. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, this got dark. I, you know, there's no, there's no... There's no use in in pretending, and I, I also just kind of don't feel like I'm skilled enough as a comedian to to get out of this hole. Um, but yeah, so I hope real fucking democracy wins, and I hope we all figure out how to make that happen and can work together and engage all of the intellectual capital that lives within each and every one of us to make that happen instead of just posting things on the internet and then being numbed out as we go about our lives. So that's all for this week. I'll see you next.